everyone, welcome to another episode of The Mad Minute. Today I'm with Bruce from Battlefield Resumes. Hi, Bruce. Welcome to the show. Hi, how you doing? This is this is Bruce. I appreciate you uh, inviting me into uh, to your podcast today. Hey, not a problem. I really appreciate you being here. So you're kind of familiar with our format, and we kind of called the Mad Minute for mm-hmm. a reason. We jump right in. So I'm just going to start and ask you, um, before you started Battlefield, what, what, what were you doing? Uh, well, I had uh, retired from the military and went into defense contracting with Booz Allen Hamilton. And then I uh, moved into the federal government, and um, and then uh, when I when I BRAC moved, I did the base realignment move from Maryland to Virginia. Then I started up uh, Battlefield Resumes. And and what year did you do that? Uh, 2011. Okay, so you've been running strong now for what would you say about um, six seven years? Uh, six seven years, absolutely. Okay, what mm-hmm. was um. When it came to starting a business, I'm going to kind of ask you a two-prong question on this one, which would be, um, what was the impetus to go ahead and actually um, start a business for yourself, and then why um, resumes? Mm-hmm. Right. Good question. Um, well, what happened with me is uh, my transition out of the military was extremely difficult, and um and I know a lot of different uh, retirees and even non-retirees who transitioned out of the military, and their transition was just as difficult. And uh, we all went through the transition program, um, and it helped to a certain point. But but as you stepped out of the military um, and looking back, it didn't seem to hit the mark. Uh, and then I finally obtained a job with defense contracting and then into the government as a hiring manager. And I saw resumes of individuals who I knew were qualified for the jobs that we were announcing, but we could not legally hire them because their resumes um, didn't speak to their qualifications well enough. And this happened over and over and over again. And so I thought, you know, I could probably give back because now uh, I'm on the other side seeing what it what it looks like from uh, from a hiring manager's perspective. And, you know, maybe I could help everybody in uh, developing resumes that actually hit the mark, which I would call a target. And um, and so I decided to start up a job searching and resume writing business in 2011, and it really took off. And uh, and now, um, and, you know, that's, that's why I did it. And so now, you know, after uh, this many years, I've got like three books and certification programs and all kinds of things. But... Uh, different than most people is in order for me to understand the civilian hiring um, methods and process, I had to actually translate it into military speech. And so as a prior military intelligence officer, um, you know, we all did intelligence preparation of the battlefield. We were all in the the command center and, you know, I was uh, the intel officer working, uh, talking about the enemy and you know the G3 or the S2, S3, whatever. You know they're they're in there talking and uh, and doing their briefing. So what I did was I translated the uh, civilian hiring process into battlefield terminology. Right, right. So military personnel could associate with it and then basically exploit it uh, using military strategy. Right. So if I'm understanding you correctly, a part of it mm-hmm. was 
the the standard military language coming off of you know deployments or whatever and being out in the battlefield it wasn't translating into civilian speak so the qualifications weren't necessarily meshing is what you're saying the qualifications were there but the verbs the words weren't matching the way they needed to well to me it was more of a strategy and uh if uh the, from what i what i discovered is that a transitioning military person um their terminology that they use every day in their their military job is um and can be associated to the defense contractor world very easily and because they're working with the defense department and the federal government and so those are friendly areas for them to go into but it's the strategy and the understanding of how a hiring process works because many vets never applied for jobs they you know they went like me right out of high school so i had never by the time i was age 40 had never written a resume never interviewed for a job i didn't even know what or how it even worked and so what i did was i translated that hiring process into a battlefield scenario basically where the human resource office, the uh, hiring manager, the application process of reviewing a resume from an applicant is based on enemy methodology, and the development and strategy used in, an, uh, in a resume is really based on friendly forces and the operations order development. And so I just used the military decision-making process and, and uh, war-gamed it, and that's the method, and um, and it works very well, and it's very intuitive for the military folks out there. Right on that line, and and the uh, speaking of the friendly, you know, the defense industry and and the friendliness there. Have you been able to relate this to mm -hmm. other types of businesses or corporations, maybe finance or things like that? Absolutely. So you know, my uh, the strategy we use is based on not understanding uh, or having a, an unfamiliar um, knowledge base of the application process. So whatever application process you're looking at, this will work, right? So it's no different than the concept in the military where let's say we want to go to Syria. Well, I don't know anything about Syria, so let's find out about it, and then let's war game what we're going to do when we move in, or let's, uh, we're going to go to Africa. I don't know anything about that. So let's go in, you know, the military and their strategy development is all based on going into an unfamiliar and unknown location and then overcoming those obstacles based on strategy. And so the battlefield resume methodology that I put together does exactly that only in the employment world, right? right. When you're trying to get hired. Right. That makes, that actually makes mm -hmm. a lot of sense. So you use an MDMP, um, processes and strategies mm -hmm. to, to take uh, the perspective, Absolutely. you know, transitioning member literally into any career field they choose. Any, any career field. And I've had, uh, I've worked with all kinds of individuals, guys that are in embassies, uh, guys that are unemployed in the, you know, uh, middle America. It doesn't really matter. Um, everyone that has served in the, in the military, whether you did your job or not, because a lot of us had a job title that, that we never performed, you know. <laughs> That's so true. How do you get over that obstacle? Well, you know what? We had tons of uh, additional duties. Well, I embrace all those because all of those 
areas of expertise is what I call them. Those are all different areas that will allow you to tailor your resume for those industries. So literally, you could have one resume yourself, and you would have maybe 10 different resumes because one would be maybe a finance resume, talking about all the money that you, you managed or you know the equipment expense and all that. Another one may be uh, weapons, right? right so weapons instructor right. working on civilian ranges. Okay, well, that's another one. Then the third one would be something else. And so you literally would have a tailored resume, 10 tailored resumes based on one Based, based on, your, on your military career. Yeah, that's but awesome. Then, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But you have to think of it in the military terminology because, you know, I look at the resume as an operations order, like an yep. op board. Well, I'm not going to have the same as you, and you're not going to have the same, even if you come back to the same battlefield, you're not going to use the same op board. And so everything always gets updated and tailored, and that's, and it's based on the battlefield itself that you're facing that unfamiliar environment and so your resume has to be you have to think of your resume that way and it's successful it's really 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 powerful do you have uh off the top of your head do you kind of have an example of um a, a success story from that oh yeah i've had um all kinds of folks who uh and i focus on defense contracting and federal government mostly just because really when you get down into the core of the process, they're both very, very similar, believe it or not. Uh, different type of resume, but very similar. And, um, and yeah, I've had all kinds of people who have submitted. They, they come to me and they say, hey, look, we, I've submitted 100 resumes and I've never gotten called once. I've never got – I can't even understand what the HR office sends me when they, when they tell me I'm not qualified. <laughs> um, so I, you know, oh, you're highly qualified, but we're you're not selected. Well, how does how does that happen, right? It just doesn't make right. sense. And so I interpret that for them and uh, tell them what that means because whatever the whatever the HR office is telling you, there's a there's a what I call a phase line. It's all phase lines and objectives is how I work right. it. It's a certain phase of the operation that you're lacking, and so you have to get through that. So. Submitting your application is a good thing. Receiving feedback, whether it's good or bad, is a good thing because then you just readjust and move forward again. And um, and so, you know, you can't look at it as a mistake or a bad thing or that you are the problem. No. So so after doing that and working with a lot of people, I, I have at least over an 85% success rate as, in getting referred. Um, you know, and I help people through that process. Um, obtain uh, practice, you know, with interviews and all that kind of right. stuff. Um, but so, yeah, you know, it's a, it's very successful and it just puts a new dynamic into it that uh, is more military friendly than it is anything else. Right, right. That makes a lot of sense. So if, I, if I'm to understand you and circle all the way back to my initial um, question, you kind of weren't really necessarily looking to get into a business. You just saw a problem and you found a solution. Absolutely. Yeah, because I knew all kinds of guys who I would look at, I'd see their resume, I'd know them. But legally, as a hiring manager, you cannot select anybody uh, based on what you know about them. You can only select them for what is either in their resume or what they say during an interview. Yeah. And so I ethically and legally could not hire folks that I knew were qualified or even overqualified 
because their resume didn't speak to it. And if they were invited to an interview, they didn't speak to it. Right. And, um, and therefore it didn't happen. And so how do you overcome that? And, uh, so I was like, okay, well, this is the hiring process. Let's look at it from an S2 perspective as in the enemy's process. And then how does it, how does, how does the S3, um, you know, the applicant, the friendly forces strategically overcome those obstacles or exploit that process to their advantage. Right. That's, and, that's uh, awesome. And so, the, yeah, that's, that's how it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're kind of running up against so, the clock uh, here yeah. and uh, it's just an amazing story. Mm-hmm. I think, I think you're one of the first folks who I've spoken to who weren't necessarily looking for a business, a business just kind of found them. So that's really, it's really fascinating and you get to uh, help a lot of people out with that. So like I said, we're pretty much out of time for the mad minute. So I'm going to end with mm-hmm. one fun question and I think I'm going to go today with, uh, what plans do you have in place for a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, uh, well, I, I, you know, I have this house that I live in with the with hurricane doors out back, right? So, <laughs> you know, it goes down to the basement area. Right. right? And so what I think I'm probably going to do is put a uh, dog door over top of that hurricane door. And um, I've got two big dogs. I've actually got four dogs total, two little ones who bark all the time, so they're my <laughs> alarm system. Right. And the big dogs are the protection, right? They're, they're my guards. And, uh, and I figure if I, if I put a dog um, house over top of those hurricane doors, then uh, maybe the zombies will think that there's dogs. You know, it's a dog, actually, a dog house and not a hideout. And uh, and then I can I can hide out downstairs uh, in the basement with my big my big guard dog. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! <laughs> hey, so I really appreciate you coming on, and I appreciate I thank you for your service, and uh, I'm I'm amazed by your business. I'm glad I ran into you, and uh, I wish you the best of luck in the future. Yeah, man, Phoebe, I appreciate it. Thank you very much, and uh, Battle for the Resumes, we we got it out there. So uh, so look us up. Appreciate that. Appreciate. The-